I am so happy that you're able to join us for this extended interview. Make sure to visit theoffbeatlife.com. Again, that's theoffbeatlife.com to get more killer resources. All right, so we've been talking about landing a remote job for a while now, but the one thing you're probably most curious about is how to learn the online skills you need to land these jobs. I'm not just talking about getting a brief introduction, but learning from actual accredited schools so you can be taken seriously when you apply for these jobs. You've been waiting for a while, and I'm really sorry about that, but I have finally created a whole page listing the best courses to take from teaching English online to becoming a freelance writer and so much more all from trusted sources that will get you that remote job so if you're ready and serious to take the next step then visit theoffbeatlife.com slash learn online skills to get started again you can visit theoffbeatlife.com slash learn online skills to get started Hey everyone, thank you so much for being here for this extended interview with Kat where she's going to share how to plan foodie trips for couples. Hey Kat, how are you? Hi Debbie, I'm good. Hello everyone. Thank you so much for being here Kat. Before we get to all of your tips and tricks, can you tell us about you and why you live an offbeat life? Hi everyone, I'm Kat, Taiwanese Canadian travel writer, photographer, and YouTuber from Edmonton, Canada. Uh, I run a bilingual couples travel blog, which takes me around the world. And that's how I live my offbeat life. Perfect. I love that. And it's so interesting because Kat is a foodie and I love it because I pretty much will eat anything that doesn't move. So I always love talking about this. <laughs> and of course, I'm super interested in what Kat is going to be sharing with us today because I'm always so interested in planning trips around food, especially with my husband as well. So I'm going to be oh, I'm, I'm going to be eating all this up. Yeah, technically, yes. <laughs> Anyways, so Kat, you have this website that you have created and it's pretty much traveling, but also sharing all the delicious food and meal that you can get in a lot of different places. Now, when somebody is trying to plan a trip with their partner, how do they get started, right? How do you, I mean, especially for foodies like us, mm -hmm. like how do you even start? Because there's just so many places that you can visit. <laughs> right. I would say the first step is to know, because there's two of you, right? In a in a as a couple so i would say get to know your own preference as well as your partner's preference first mm -hmm. just like any trip right like you want to know what you want to eat when you visit a place some people don't like spicy food some people want to try well there's a limit how adventurous you want to go right especially in like southeast asia like you can eat as authentic as those uh, fried crickets? <laughs> Are you adventurous like that? Would you be willing to try street foods? That's another thing. So I'll the first step I'll say to know your boundary and your preference. Yeah, I think the the more willing you are to experiment, I think it's the better. <laughs> <laughs> yes, but are there any things that you're not not 
brave enough to try, Debbie. <laughs> For me, I don't know. I'm like, as long as it's not moving, that's pretty much the only thing. <laughs> it's so funny because I I tell my friends all the time because there used to be. I don't know if it's still on. Um, oh my gosh, there was like a like a a show on the Travel Channel where I forgot his name, but he would just travel all over the world and eat like the most like weirdest food and I'm like mm. I would eat everything he ate so I'm like this is not disgusting this is good <laughs> that's so funny so another thing that I'm really curious about one because this happens to me even here in New York City and you know there's a lot of different foods here is how do you actually find if the food is good? I know we have Yelp, we have all of these reviews, but sometimes I've seen that people will give certain places a good review, even if the food is not that great because of like the popularity of it. And I'm often, I'm often kind of disappointed when I finally visit it and it's not that good, but because it's so popular, maybe it was like on a show somewhere or it's Instagrammable that it just gets really high ratings. How do you navigate through this Instagram world now, Kat? (laughs) (laughs) You know what I like to do when I look up a place is I always go, whether it's on Yelp or it's on Google, I look for the lowest rating. Like Mm. when I look for a place, I look for the lowest review and then see what people commented on. Like if it is like, let's say this happens in Southeast Asia and I know the culture is, hey, good. like sometimes they don't really prioritize service, you know, like they will kick you out so that they can turn the table over. Um, then I will say, oh, that really doesn't matter to me as long as the food tastes good, right? Like, but if there's a comment about, hey, the food here sucks, people here come here because it's, you know, showcase on the tv then i'll say okay maybe maybe i can skip this one yeah yeah and also there's a lot of hidden gems out there and i always i don't know i always find the like the hole in the wall always have the best food and okay so the thing with me is whenever the place is like fancy and it looks really nice I always find that it doesn't have the best food (laughs) maybe maybe I'm just being biased or like (laughs) but I've always found that in New York especially in New York whenever the place is like too nice and the food Mm -hmm. is not that great but when it's like a little hole in the wall I always find the best food with the hole in the walls have mm-hmm. you found that to be similar too? Maybe I'm just biased with that. <laughs> a lot of places, a lot of fancy places, they are more geared towards those fusion type mm-hmm. of cuisine. Yeah. So if you are looking for really authentic, like mom and pop shop, I would say um, always look. Oh, I, whenever we go on a trip, we always like to ask our taxi driver, ask, <laughs> <laughs> ask our hotel front desk, you know, whoever we meet on the trip, like what is their favorite places to go eat at? Or like, what do you bring? What do you have in your lunch box? Like, what do you pack for lunch? <laughs> so we know like, <laughs> like, we know like what is, you know, local there. 
Mm, I love that. Mm-hmm. That's that's such a good question to have. And also, they're always gonna, you know, tell you the truth unless like their brother-in-law owns the restaurant or something. But, <laughs> right. Um, <laughs> but okay, let's. Can you take us through your whole process of actually planning a trip out um, for you and your husband when you guys are really trying to figure out where to go and then plan that through like the food that you want to to eat. Yes. So um, first, we I always like to add um, like a food experience, food activity on our trip. So always on the first day, we would, or the beginning of our trip, we would plan like a food tour just to get a sense of like the general area. And then sometimes these food tour, the guy will tell you about um, the culture, the history of this place. So you can get a general sense of like, the, the background of these places that you're visiting. So I think a very good p- place to find this kind of experience is on websites like uh, Airbnb Experience or Viator. They have a lot of local guides there. And I will also look, like do my research online, like um, local places to eat, to find like local dishes, for example, local dishes in Mexico. And then say and then from there i will say hey i want to try this in the area and then start looking for places that like authentic uh let's say authentic taco places in you know not tulum tulum is too touristy (laughs) 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 yeah and then and then do like research and do digging and then do verifying that these places are really good and yeah And I will also incorporate some more immersive food experiences like food pairing with, you know, food pairing sake if you're visiting Tokyo or like a cheese fondue class if you're visiting Paris. This is more uh, experience that can get you more in depth with the local and then as well as their history in food. Yeah, see, this this is why Kat does this for a living because I would not do any of that stuff. I'll just <laughs> go where like the food places are, just get lost and ask somebody, hey, where's the good food? Go there, be disappointed or be really like pleasantly surprised. <laughs> I'm such a bad planner with that stuff. Like I never planned for it. That's why we need people like you, Kat. Like I'll just go to your website. You tell me where to go. And I'm like, I trust you. You have good taste. And then I'll go to that. <laughs> you know, I'm the, I'm known for being over planning. <laughs> and my husband likes, can we, can we just take a day, uh, you know, just have nothing planned. <laughs> And just wander around. Oh, my God. That's me. That's totally me. I'm just that wonder person, like, don't have plans for anything. But love it. That's why we have you. We read the stuff that you write because otherwise <laughs> we have to do all that work because I certainly don't like to do all that work. And you do. So, <laughs> <laughs> Love it. Well, thank you so much, Kat. Is there any other tips that you would like to share with us when you're planning your travels that is more centered towards food? More centric towards food. I would say always be cautious of what you eat. Like hygiene is a big thing. Mm, Yeah. Um, Always find out if the local place, their tap water is drinkable Mm. or just to buy bottled water just to be safe. Yeah, love that. Yeah, that's just, you know, being smart and being safe. And you don't want to 
cut your trip short because of of that. So Mm -hmm. those are really good tips. Well, thank you so much, Kat, for sharing this with us. If our listeners want to learn more about you, where can they find you? They can find me at For Two Please and our new YouTube channel. (laughs) I'll give Debbie the link. Perfect. And that is, of course, going to be in our show notes. Thanks again, Kat. We really appreciate you. Thank you. I hope you enjoyed this extended interview with Kat. Make sure to visit theoffbeatlife.com. Again, that's theoffbeatlife.com to get a full interview where she shares how she turned her hobby into a thriving remote brand. Hey friend, have you been wanting to start a podcast? I know it can be overwhelming in the beginning. Believe me, I have been there. Lucky for you, we have created a new site called howtocreatepodcast.com that shares a ton of freebies that can help you get started. From launching, growing, to monetizing, we share it all in one place. Visit howtocreatepodcast.com for more information. Thanks for joining me on this extended interview. Don't forget to subscribe and leave a review on iTunes. We can also chat some more on Facebook at The OB Life. I'll talk to you soon.